Welcome to Southern Crime, where we look at the cases that intrigue and mystify us. This podcast discusses serious crimes that may include triggers. It is meant for those 18 years and older. Listener discretion is advised. Please consider a donation through listener support to help us keep things going. While you're here, please smash that like and subscribe button and hit the bell to be notified. Would you like to join the discussion or suggest a case? Leave a comment below. And here we go. So this is just coming down right now. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt has commuted the death sentence of condemned condemned inmate Julius Jones on Thursday, today, the day of his scheduled execution, y'all. Jones has been on death row for more than two decades since the 1999 killing of a suburban Oklahoma City businessman. Stitt's uh, commuted Jones's death sentence to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. He had been scheduled for execution today. The state's Parole and Pardon Board recommended in a three-to-one vote on November 1st that Stitt commute Jones's sentence to life in prison, with several members of the panel agreeing that they had doubts about the evidence that led to Jones's conviction. Y'all, he came within hours of dying when there are doubts about the evidence that led to his conviction. Jones, 41, was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to die for the 1999 shooting death of Edmund businessman Paul Howell during a carjacking. Um, Jones's case has gotten widespread attention after it was profiled in The Last Defense, a three-episode documentary produced by actress Viola David that aired on ABC in 2018. Since then, um, Kim Kardashian West, athletes with Oklahoma ties, including Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, and Trey Young, have urged it to commute Jones's sentence and spare his life. Jones alleged he was framed by the actual killer, a high school friend and former co-defendant who was a key witness against him. But Oklahoma County DA David Pratter and the state's former attorney, attorney general, Mike Hunter, have said the incidents against Jones is overwhelming. Information from trial transcripts shows that witness, witnesses identified Jones as the shooter and placed him with Howell's stolen vehicle. Investigators also found the murder weapon wrapped in a bandana with Jones's DNA in an attic space above his bedroom. Jones claimed in his um, commutation filing that the gun and bandana were planted there by the actual killer who had been inside Jones's house after the killing. Hal's sister, Megan Toby, and two young daughters were in Hal's SUV when the carjacking happened in his parents' driveway in the Oklahoma City suburb of Edmond. Toby testified before the board that she distinctly remembers seeing Jones shoot her brother. He is the same person today as he was 22 years ago. He's still getting into trouble. He, uh, he's still in a gang. He's still lying, and he still feels no shame, guilt, or remorse for his actions. We need Julius Jones to be held responsible. But 
let me tell you, Connie Ellison, Hal's girlfriend at the time of the slaying, said she willingly risked destroying her relationship with the Hal family to testify in Jones's defense at the appeal. She said, there are too many questions and too much doubt about Julius's guilty to allow the state of Oklahoma to execute him in just over two weeks, she told the Oklahoma Pardon and Parole Board, choking back emotions. I have experienced both sides of this case, and I believe in my heart that Julius Jones does not deserve death at the hands of another human being who might even have doubts of their own. It would be a catastrophic mistake to execute a man whose guilt is not conclusive. I believe that Paul Howe would not want that, and neither do I. Miss Ellison spoke of how she's not a member of the growing justice for Julius movement and doesn't necessarily agree that Jones is an innocent man. Instead, she recounted an emotional visit to Jones on death row, said she um, that convinced her that his execution wasn't warranted. What the defense has been saying is that Jones had a solid alibi the night of the murder and that jurors were not informed of key details, such as how the state's case was built on the testimony of professional informants who themselves were involved in the underlying carjacking plot where the murder of Mr. Howe took place. So this is where I stand. I am pro-death penalty. Because I think that some people cannot be rehabilitated. And um, it costs a lot of money to house somebody. So there's where I stand on that. However, I have said this before and I will say it again. If there is evidence that possibly shows somebody is innocent, it should not be allowed for prosecutors or judges to not give that person their proper day in court. When witnesses recant their testimony, when new evidence is found, when they're able to test DNA, they they have the ability to test DNA, and a judge or a prosecutor denies that DNA sample being tested, all of that should be illegal, period. The only people that should be in jail are the people that are guilty. If there is evidence that may possibly exonerate somebody, it should be illegal for that to not be tested, not be presented, something. Because innocent people like you and me do not belong in jail. So I am happy for Julius Jones. I hope that this now gives them time to... um, present his case if he is innocent, because I I don't know if he is or not. But it would be terrible to execute an innocent man. That is all, y'all. See you later. Bye.